You are Locked On Braves, your daily podcast on the Atlanta Braves, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is time for Locked On Braves. My name is Nubias Woolborn, and I cover the Atlanta Braves for the Marriott Daily Journal. And today it's Thursday, May 10th, 2018. And guess what, folks? The Braves are still in first place. They are seven games over 500. This is the latest the Braves have been that far over 500 since 2013. Good morning, Atlanta and Braves Nation folks. So let's get right into it. 5-2 win yesterday. And starter of that game, Julio Tehran. Yo, the last two outings, Julio Tehran has looked like <laughs> this might be another odd year greatness for Julio Tehran, right? Comes out, six shutout innings. He's now got 14 shutout innings in a row. Yesterday with Sean Newcomb, he's got 15 shutout innings in a row. And the Braves look like, and it's early, it's still early. We haven't even gotten to Memorial Day. And you know the tradition typically don't look at standings for Memorial Day. But, hey, right now the uh, Atlanta Braves. They're in first place, man. And if you can't get down with that, then I, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. Because I'm going to tell you guys, look, this is a team. And I remember saying this at the beginning of the season. People laughed at me and said, hey, man, look, this is a squad that can compete and be in the division this year. And lo and behold, here they are in the division. And it's, again, look, they're 21-14, seven games over 500. And... They've been killing on the road. They're now 13 and 7 on the road. They're 8 and 7 at home. You know, they win day games. They have found ways. They're now back on a two game winning streak. Remember after that series sweep against the Giants? Everybody's like, oh my God, you know, they're going to struggle. It's going to be tough. Somehow, some way, the Braves keep finding ways. And one of those guys is Nick Markakis. I mean, he's been a reoccurring theme. <clears throat> you know, he came in with a unique approach, and so far, it is working for him. Nick Markakis is putting up numbers, man. I mean, you have to be very impressed with what he has been doing and where he has been. So, we talked about Tehran getting a start, yet another big-time outing, and so far, I mean, he has been what the Braves have needed from him over the last at least two starts. And remember, it was kind of scary because back on the 27th of April, he went out early against the Phillies, three innings. And you're like, oh, my God, is what's going on with him? But now, the last two outings, he has been legit. And let's say if this is real from Julio Tehran, let's say if this is real from Sean Newcomb, you're now looking at a starting your first two starters being guys who can get you six, seven innings. And that bullpen at some point is going to need a break. At some point, the Braves are going to have to get deeper into these games, right? All right, so what's that mean? Today, it's Mike Fotinevich taking on Caleb Smith as the Atlanta Braves get ready to start a series against the Miami Marlins. Braves first time seeing the Marlins. And it's kind of interesting because 
They've seen everybody else in the NL East except for the Marlins. So it's first time the Braves have seen the first trip to Miami. So it's kind of, you know, the trip in a way worked out pretty cool because they're in Tampa, which is a very short flight, then a short flight from Tampa to Miami. And then now, but unfortunately, after this weekend, they got to go up to Chicago for a game for they come back down to play the Cubs again at SunTrust Park to start the week for next week. So, you know, it's it's funny how the schedule works, but they have to re they have to go back and finish up from that crazy series out there. And, you know, you look at this game yesterday, okay, so you get the bullpen coming in and, and doing what they need to do. They gave up two runs. Your Braves have been on a what thirty five inning shutout streak on the road. It's bananas. I mean, they hadn't done that since the nineties. And when you start talking about doing things that this team hasn't done since the nineties, that's when you're talking big numbers and big things going on. Now again, you know a lot of things are going right. Doesn't mean they're going to always go right, but you know there is a chance that the Braves can get themselves in a position where you're looking at this club and you're looking at a club that can actually contend for a wild card in the National League. And wouldn't that be fun to get a playoff game at SunTrust Park? Long way away, but there's definitely positive. Another place where there's positive is here on Locked On Braves on the Locked On Sports Network. And I mentioned Nick Markakis, right? One of the big things with Nick Markakis has been how he has been able to not get strikeouts, to continue to be consistent in a way that has allowed the Braves. I mean, he only has 13 strikeouts. That's one of the lowest totals in baseball. So what does that mean? That means he's taking pitches. He's stinking through at bats. He has an 8.1 strikeout percentage. And that is the makes him the hardest player to strike out among all qualified hitters in the National League. I mean, that's baller. And he has 160 plate appearances and 13 strikeouts. That means the plate discipline is there. He's making these pitchers work for at bats. And that helps, and that's what a cleanup hitter is supposed to do. Because it's one of those things where I think we initially thought, Markakis at cleanup, oh, boy, it's going to be a long season. Well, it's been long, but it's been fun. Long like Ronald Acuna's swing, right? And speaking of Ronald Acuna, I mean, look what this kid's been able to do. He had that big, towering home run yesterday, comes back on, excuse me, on Tuesday. Big towering home run. Wednesday, comes back, makes some solid defensive plays, also gets some hits. You look at Ozzy Albies continuing to find ways to get hits. I mean, look, man, this is a team, when you look at that starting, that leadoff of Ozzy Albies, followed by Ronald Acuna, then Freddie Freeman. I mean, that's a formidable group there. I mean, really. I mean, how many teams in baseball have that? Then if Marquez is going to continue to hit the way in which he has, that just adds to it even more. And then you all go on down the line with either Flo or Suzuki. You see what Johan Camargo has been able to do getting into the spot left over by Nancy Swanson, right? So now you're looking at that. You're looking at just this team 
becoming deeper and deeper and deeper. And what's crazy is still haven't mentioned Preston Tucker yet. This is a guy who last season was one of your not even last season, excuse me. To start the season was one of your better players. Okay, he gets relegated to the bench. He, he can come off the bench or pinch hair. Or he could be a guy who you could put in different situations, right? Okay. And so now you have this team who has so many different options that they didn't have before. I mean, that's major, man. That's major to have options, to have ways to play with your roster that just did not exist last season. You look at, what, just two seasons ago, man, this is a team that barely had enough guys to play, and now it's the opposite. You have more than enough, more than enough, and more coming because you still have pitchers like Kobe Allen who are going to make it up. Luis Cajara is now up, and I think he's going to be a lot better. So there's real reason for optimism, not just for now, but for going further. All right, so you got Ender Inciarte. He had a hit yesterday. He had two hits yesterday, excuse me, and that's been big. He hit seven. So you got the – now, I think Schnitt was saying that he's going to go back to the pitcher hitting knife, so we'll see. Dansby Swanson, we still don't really know what's going on with him. Hope he gets okay soon. We look at Marquez, another two hits, another three RBIs. You look at Ronald Acuna, scored a run, got on base, you know, just doing what he does, man. Just really fast and really tough to get out. And Ozzie Albies. Another hit, another run, because that's just what he does. So, yeah, it's big. And Marquez, you look at him with seven home runs. This is a guy who barely had eight home runs all year. Power's up. Everything is up with this guy. 28 RBI. I mean, if... If you look at it right now, and I know it's a lot of season left. I mean, you're only you know, a little over 30 games in, but he's having an all-star caliber season right now. I don't know if that holds up or what that looks like going forward, but right now, yo, he's as good as any hitter in baseball. And, of course, it's coming up on his contract year. So we'll see what that looks like for the Atlanta Braves as they continue to try to, you know, find ways to get wins and find ways to be the team that they feel they can be. So, yeah, speaking of where you can be what you want to be, here, Locked On Braves on the Locked On Sports Network. My name is Tobias Woolborn, Locked On Braves. So keep in mind, today, the Atlanta Braves, they will take on the Florida Marlins and Mike fulton time. And, you know, I put the interview from Fulton you know, a couple of days ago, and I'm going to actually rerun some of that stuff. I think it's very important, one, to hear how he handled the situation, and two, to also kind of get some feedback from Tyler Flowers. So we're going to actually replay those because I want you guys to hear that going in advance of Fulton Evans' start. This is Locked On Braves on the Locked On Sports Network. You know, it's one of them things where, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, I could have ended that game, you know, two and two-thirds innings and, and gave up more runs than that. So, you know, we're just in a positive to come out of that with, um, 
I'm getting getting five innings out of there, and then, like I said, the old Mike would have would have been struggling there in a second just to get out of that inning. So um, if the emotions get the best of me, man, a freaking pitcher out there trying to win a game. So if the emotions get the best of me, then so be it. So. What does it say just for Snit being able to kind of trust you to keep going and get through five? I love it. I love it. Um, you know, have that confidence and trust in me as a starting pitcher. I mean, he's seen me grow over the last, you know, ever since I got with the Braves. So it's awesome to see that. You know, I was kind of begging him to go out there for the sixth uh, today. And, but, um, you know, maybe in the future, you know, we kind of threw a lot of pitches there in the, in the second and third. And uh, he didn't want to risk anything. So, uh, it's like you said, it's great confidence seeing him in there. And he's, he's proud as hell of me every time I come in the dugout. You know, it's a step in the right direction every time, so. <clears throat> Thanks, Mike. You know, not just that, just off speed kind of flattens out up in the zone. Uh, a lot of yanks and then high arm side misses and stuff. Um, sometimes people can make that adjustment quickly and sometimes it takes a little bit, but I thought he showed a lot of maturity uh, to even go five in that game. Uh, I think I think the old fault team might have been out of there sooner, so still a lot of positives to be had out of it. Was it the slider, he's been able to rely on the slider so much this year. So one of those where this was one of those nights where you couldn't lean on that. It just added to the, the problems with uh, the fastball. I mean, for that one inning, there really there wasn't much to lean on. We weren't we weren't getting strikes early, and then we weren't able to you know put anything in a good location, any of the pitches for a period there. Um, and then towards the end, getting out of the inning, he started getting back on top of it and executing some pitches uh, towards the bottom of the zone. And you know, that's when I was thinking. He might, he might be making that adjustment to be able to survive today. And that's going to make a big difference for him going forward. I mean, this isn't going to be the only start where he's not feeling good. Uh, but the ability to, to make quicker adjustments down the road, and today was a quicker adjustment than what it used to be. I mean, that's, that's what's going to let him have a good season at the end. What does it say for the trust that he's developed with Snit being able to stay out there to finish five at least? Well, I think it says more about the ability to make an adjustment mid-game. Uh, and throw some competitive pitches and, and get ahead of some hitters because, um, you know, the stuff's there for sure. Um, it's just the consistency. And as everyone says, this game's about adjustments. That includes pitchers in, in the midst of outings or innings or even at-bats uh, to be able to quickly identify things to get back to where they want to be to be able to execute pitches. Well, again, this is Locked on Braves on the Locked on Sports Network. My man, my name is Tobias Woolborn. And so we got to hear from Tyler Flowers and Mike Fultonevich. You know, as they both kind of got, got with them a day after the start, take some time to kind of relax, relate, release, and figure out what Fultonevich needs to do to get it back together. You know, he had that tough blow-up six-run inning in the last game. He played, you know, start of that sweep against the Giants. And now he's got some time. And we'll see. I mean, look, Jeff Schultz was critical of him. And I think some of that was fair. Some of it may have been a little harsh. But I know Schultz, man. And I know some of y'all, you know, who listen or, you know, kind of hard on Schultz. But one thing about him, man, he shoots straight. And he says what it is. And, you know, Fulton Evans, he broke down a little bit. And some teammates, you know, were concerned about that. So we'll see what he does because he has a chance to prove that that was the aberration. Because going into that game, his last 10 starts, he had given up under three runs in all of them. So he now can come back and prove who he really is. Is he the guy who can't keep it together? Or is he the man 
who the Braves could count on. Because I talked about how Julio Tehran seems to be getting it back together. Talked about how Sean Newcomb, the young man, is putting it together. All right, you know what Mike Soroka has done his first couple starts. So, all right, Fulte, you know, you're being looked at now, bro. Brandon McCarthy has been a steady, steady pro. So, I think he's going to continue to be what he has been. But, Fulton Evans, you got to step up. And today is your day. So, let's see what you do. But anyway, fans, this again is Nubias Wilborn. Locked on, Brave. Like I said, guys, we are now on iTunes. So, make sure... You let your people know, subscribe to the show on iTunes, stick it, stay in support. Again, this is Tobias Wilborn, Locked on Braves, and we are out.